Before we get started, please take the time to like, add, and subscribe to our pages on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please leave us a review. I love this because this captures, this picture captures, I don't know if it was you and I, it might've been you and I, or somebody and I were in Yellowstone and there, it might've just been myself, a car, this guy was parked on the road like that because of the big ditch, right? And he's sitting there, that wheel on the right, to wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink. Clink. Hello, hello, and welcome. It is another wonderful Wednesday here at the Wandering Ways Podcast. I am the Reverend Mark, and I'm here with, as per usual, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that realms, that stays, that claims his stake in Billings, Montana. It's Ranger Zach here today. How are we doing, Ranger Zach? It's been a week since we've chatted. Yeah, or seven days if if you prefer days to weeks. I know that yeah, people are weird like that, you know. Um, I don't know what day of the week it is where you are. If you're listening live, you're listening a month later, you're listening in the winter. Um, I just hope you're whistling along. Uh, no, um, hope it's all well. Hope it's all good. You know, I've been out journeying. You know, you said I I, I take my stake to the great, great uh, state of Billings or the city of Billings here in Montana, but really it's more Montana. You know, Billings is a good headquarters. It's where I've been for the last five years. It's hard to get out of. It's like that muddy rut in the road that just hardened over time. So you just get stuck in it when you're driving down those dirt roads like that. Um yeah, well, it's Billings for you. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep on going back. <laughs> I, you know, the nice thing when you do get to Billings, you get to Montana out here, like the rims are close. You start getting in the foothills of the Beartooths, um, you know, like the Columbus foothills and that kind of stuff, you know, only about 30 miles uh, west of Billings there. But in reality, like, it is a gateway to the mountains, um, which is nice. I don't think I, I really don't think I could live that much further east. I ta- I tell Thea though. I say, if we can get a place in Oregon, I'll get a place in Wolf Point. We can do that, you know. But if I have a place in Wolf Point, I'm gonna get land. I'm gonna do something with the land. I might try and put some bison on the land or do something crazy like that. You know what I mean? Ostrich farm. Got it. Love the idea. No, oh, I would do native. I would go. I would go like bison and then we'd re- we we would uh the sage grouse how about that we'd re- we'd help bring back the sage grouse out of yeah, the, the sage grouse and just have a bunch of marmots <laughs> yeah yellow belly marmots yeah yeah just uh just an absolute like ton of them <laughs> you like those rodents man well you i just kind of like uh i just like looking and saying the word marmot <laughs> well if if you're one of the wanderers that listens to the podcast and you're taking notes, you know, you count the dings every time one of my emails or phones ding or, or you count Mark's sermons that he gives about, you know, or his rants, his reverend rants, as we call them. Uh, (laughs) Well, today, the actual recording of this episode today is on February 2nd. And if you know what February 2nd is, it is Groundhog Day. And I know just talking about it, I know you, you were tuned in, you were excited. Yeah, I kind of forgot. I remembered it was Groundhog's Day this morning because uh, I watch good old uh, Puxatani Phil come out of his hole and see if he's going to see his shadow or not. He saw it, everybody. If you're he curious, if you, if you haven't, if you haven't paid, if you haven't paid attention to 2023 Groundhog's Day, he he saw his shadow. So we got another six more weeks of winter. Uh, Groundhog's Day is absolutely silly. It just, I. Funny, a real funny story actually about like this year's Groundhog's Day is uh, I was I was work at work, and uh, the men's soccer team that I work with, there's a good amount of internationals um, that play for the team. Yeah. 
So there's a kid on the team who's from Sweden and we were talking about Groundhog's Day and he he looks and goes, what the what is what is Groundhog's Day? And so in the best way that I could describe it to him is and I'm gonna describe it the same way for everyone else in case you don't know. But well, this I'm a first time listener too. I just want to let yeah. you guys know. This is how silly the United States is is we every year on February 2nd, we go and we watch a rodent come out of its hole, of its burrow, look for its shadow, which again is kind of subjective because nobody's asking directly if he saw his shadow or not. But that's how we get our climate information because, you know, fuck science and climate change isn't real in this country. But Pakistani Phil's on to something. <laughs> you know, I was talking with my dad about it because like two that thing's so televised and you got all the lights nowadays and stuff. That's all. So doesn't he see his shadow? Aren't those lights casting shadows? It's, uh, it's, a, it's absolutely, it's a silly holiday, which is why I like it. Cause it's absolutely silly, but in the grand scheme of things, it's stupid. There is a history to it. Uh, I've looked it up before and it has to do with like, they used to go out and once they see like, these burrowing animals come out, they're like, oh, you know, spring must be coming soon type deal because they're coming out of their burrow. And then they're it not- turned into a whole day where people just get drunk in the morning. They're, I mean, they're coming out of hibernation probably is what it is, right? Like It's like the bears, like people worry like come February sometimes when those bears do start coming out of their dens in Yellowstone and wandering around and it becomes an issue because it is like you're saying climate change where these animals react differently to climate change. You know, some of them are the warning signs for us and we're not paying attention to those warning signs. Um, Thea told me this morning though, she said, yeah, we got to do that. One of these years, go see, go see the guy out there in Pennsylvania. Oh, I hundred percent. It's on my bucket list to go out to Puxatani, um, Pennsylvania and watch and do the whole freaking thing. Cause it is just do the whole freaking outfit that they do and just go to the thing. Cause they like, they like walk them down the middle. It's like a whole silly kind of show that they put on. Um, they'll do like a whole weekend thing. It's just absolutely, it's, it's absolutely silly and crazy when it comes down to it. I mean, whatever, you know, too, like as those events grow, you know, you take some of those events, how they become, you know, oh, that's grandpa's farm that we all go to every year. It pops up. The carnival's there. They add this attraction. Gathea was like, they have this going on. They have dancers. They have that. They have that. And you're like, wow, might be a cool event to attend if we're ever up in the Pennsylvania area um, in, in the month of February. I mean, yeah, it's on the list, I guess. It's on a list. It's on my bucket list. I'll I'll make sure to go check out Groundhog's Day at some point because it's just too silly not to. Oh, speaking of Groundhog Day, man, we've been just work. We were given a presentation because you give it to di- there's like different rounds of the presentation that you give. And today we gave it again for like the 10th time. So I feel mm-hmm. it. I feel it's real. Groundhog's Day is real. There you go. Uh, speaking of silly-esque things, it might not be super silly, um, but it brings us um, kind of to the topic of today. We're going to be getting into uh, spring is a coming. Puxatani told us so. Um, it's just six weeks away, which means travel is going to start getting up. We're going to people are going to start traveling you're making plans. Hopefully you've made some plans. If not, start making some plans for the spring and summer, all those fun things. Um, but one of the most important things, and I'm going to be honest, I think most of the wanderers uh, don't fall into this category. Um, but uh, we're going to try and teach you how to not be uh, a tour on uh, today. Maybe give you some tips, uh, give you some examples, uh, and, you know, just honestly have some fun with a little bit of public shaming um today so um with that being said we're gonna try and do our best to make you give a hoot and not pollute and all that fun stuff so uh anything to add um you know let's just get right into it kind of i mean when it comes to being a tourist a tour on a traveler a nomad whatever you may call yourself yourself you're out there wandering, doing whatever. 
um, kind of my first thing you think about, you know, you're going somewhere new, you're going somewhere you want to go, you're going somewhere for the first time, you're going somewhere again, because you enjoyed it, you know, the last time you were there. First, do your research. You know, straight up and down research. Uh, whenever you're going to a place like we're going to Iceland, we're doing our research, we're finding things we want to do. We're learning things about the country. We're looking up customs and just different, just different things. Uh, there's so much, you know, you go to a different place and it's not the same as where you're from and nor should you think it's the same as where you're from. Um, so yeah, I, I, my first thing huge is respect. You want to, you want to respect the animals, the land, the people, the cultures, the beliefs, the governments, the laws, the rules, the, you know, there's no need to disrespect people, you know, when you're visiting them. So that's what respect to me is the first, you know, when it comes to being a tourist, number one. Yeah, hundred percent. Having the having a respect for it, um, you know, I think uh, this really gets turned up when uh, you're traveling internationally. Um, having like a respect because you know it's a different area. They have different kind of you know customs and all of that. And uh, like more importantly, the world does not revolve around you. Like you know. I understand you want to have a good time. You want the picture. You want the super memorable event. But, like, don't be a dick. Don't get in the way. Like, you know, like, just understand, like, you're not the only one there. Maybe you are. There are times where you are literally the only person uh, there. And those are always special moments. But, you know, there's a lot of times you're going to be around and, like, don't just push your way through and make you the center of attention because you're like, I got to get a picture with this, or I got to get whatever, it is, you know, whatever it is. Like, just, just don't be a dick. <laughs> no. And you're right. And that's, I mean, that's part of it. That's like, you just gotta be a human. You gotta, you gotta understand that what you're doing, you know, it's, <laughs> Even then, like you look back, like I look at the Wild West, essentially, you know, when when America was headed west and they think like, yeah, it was just land that we were conquering and taking over. And there wasn't that respect, even though the history books teach us like, oh, yeah, they compromised and this and that. No, it was a lot of taking and fencing up valleys and doing things that weren't done before. And that's not respectful. And we need to be respectful in all realms. You know, we need to be like, is, I like that you hit it on the head with internationally. Um, Cause you know, I, I, I think locally sometimes, cause it's most of what my travel has been is locally, you know, and even within America, you get the differences, the conservative or the liberal. So you see that come out in certain communities. I think that like, you just got to just be respectful of people, you know, like even if I don't agree or don't believe everything you're saying, I shouldn't argue it as a guest and you never should argue it as a guest. Um, but that's also, I mean, again, like why I said research too, you know, they kind of go hand in hand because you want to do that research. You want to do it right. Like, you know, you don't want to be that ignorant tourist that's like you show up, even they show up to Glacier Park. You're like, hey, going to Sun Road needs a reservation. Well, that ruins my trip. Well, no, it's on you. It's 2023. Like, yeah, you need like before you do anything, you should at least do some research, do some, you know, and that's part of the respect because it's a disrespect to me. You know, if you're coming to visit like Billings, right? Sorry if you are, but <laughs> you're going to give it that respect. You're going to give me that respect. You're not going to disrespect me in a place like that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, just 
you know, the simplest thing is just don't be a dick. Remember, we're all people. We all have the same issues. We all, you know, we all want the same thing. We all want to be happy, all that fun things, um, all of those good things. So, like, remember that. And to be fair, I think most of you wanderers do do that when you are uh, out and a uh, boat. Um, moving on, you know, with the respect of people comes the respect of, like, land uh you know i'm gonna quote my boy woodsy the owl here give a hoot and don't pollute you know just like the old what's the other saying too? leave it better than you found it like all of those there's a lot of sayings for just having respect for like land and areas that aren't yours so like go right. treat it so other people can enjoy it and make a similar memory that you just made. Well, and not only that, but even like take like <laughs> it's public lands, right? Where people think like, yeah, it's not yours, but it is yours. Take pride in that land being yours as a taxpayer. You pay so goddamn much money in taxes, and yet you just go throw fucking trash in your national parks. Like, be smarter. Be smarter. Be safer. Be wiser. Be, 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 then, like, exactly. Leave it better than you found it, but be better. How can you do that? What can you do? What can you give back in the environment you're visiting? You know, um, one thing I need to get better at. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. It's with my, it's more with my monopod. I need to get better with that is like cleaning it off after every use. So it's like, if I'm taking it in the dirt in Hawaii, I'm not taking that dirt. Oh. Ice. I'm not taking that dirt to California. I'm not taking that you know, I'm cleaning that off because there might be bugs or something that shouldn't be going to these places, you know, just little things, you know, so with your like hiking boots and stuff, clean stuff, you know, bring it into your house and give it a clean, you know, there's a lot of stuff I get looked at by like certain people I know that come to my house and are like, why do you keep your like camping gear in like your indoor closet, not in your like garage, you know, because like, it's like, that's garage stuff and like most people's mind and to me it's like no i want like my tent at room temperature when it's just sitting there i want my propane bottles and that heater at at certain temperatures so it works in these places too you know like there's just a lot that goes in and uh you just got to respect again like you said respect the land respect the people respect again with the land like other people's land too like when it is private land you know you're you are in montana and your hiking trail goes through some private land and then back on the public land like you're being respectful you're not you know if you if we all really were respectful people we wouldn't have fences we wouldn't you know we would all look out for one another we wouldn't like just take advantage of each other and be mean to each other like just, if we look all looked out for each other you know and that's to me when you look at the native tribes here in the Northwest or not in the Northwest in North America, their governments, their societies were run with respect was run by elders. It was run by, you know, your wisdom people, your, your medicine people, you know, the people who were spiritual in that sense of like, they understood, they respected, they took that time. You know, if you're a young native person and an old, per older person, walks in the room you give that you give up your chair if there's no chairs you know like there's just those things that like it's a very respect oriented culture you know it wasn't a monetary valued culture where we're selling things it was oh hey you need a ladder uh for your house down here well there's the ladder maker you know your son is a sheep watcher he goes and watches the sheep with the rest of everybody you know it's very it's very peaceful very i think harmonistic i really do think when our history books teach us about the warring natives that comes from the European contact of like, well, we're taking your homes. We're taking your land. Like that's where the warring comes in. Cause you're going to fight for that. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I think you brought up a good point and I don't think, 
you know, I don't think a lot of people really think about it when it comes to like the uh, respecting of land is that is that like cleaning off your stuff so you don't transfer the soil and stuff because, you know, it, it seems like, you know, you have your pair of hiking boots, right? And, you know, people have that pride in a way of like, yo, man, you know, these boots, they've been everywhere. You know, I got... I got this scuff mark in Yosemite. I got this scuff mark at the top of this mountain type deal. You know, they, you know, people take a lot of pride in that. And rightfully so, you know, taking those boots or shoes everywhere, that's a huge accomplishment. But if you don't, and you don't have to be perfect, you can be a best effort to get off uh, that soil or whatever, or seeds. That's a big one that could get in. Um, but like a good best effort of not bringing in something by accident, you know, cause you bring in the wrong thing and it's poof gone. That ecosystem is ruined. So, I mean, that's one. And again, it could be total. You may not have realized you stepped in something when you were in Hawaii and there like a seed gets on your on your boot or into into your shoe because it just got and then all of a sudden you're you're in the middle of uh, uh like Colorado and that seed falls out and all of a sudden just some flourishes out of the nowhere, you know. But if you get done and you Take off again, best effort doesn't have to be perfect. You know, give your boots a clean spray them with water, you know, that kind of deal. It can go a long way in saving and helping preserve lands so they don't just get decimated by invasive species. Well, and let's take it, you know, closer to the issue here, right? Uh, you see it in the Pacific Northwest for sure is the zebra mussel from Japan. So yeah. a lot of, we've got it here in Montana and some lakes even not as bad as out West, out in like Washington and Oregon, some places you guys have it real bad, but here uh, they have those inspection stations. And I, and I know I hear it all the time. People get pissed off or like, Oh, my kayak isn't wet. Like, why are you making me stop? But there's so much more to that, you know, and that's part of what we're talking about here. You know, it is like when you're taking water from, especially like think of Montana, right? You live on let this side of Homestake pass. That's the continental divide, right? It runs right through the middle. So it goes to the Gulf yeah. of Mexico. You go to this side, that stuff goes to the Columbia. So you get zebra mussels over here on the East side. Cause I was in Sealy with my boat. Now I'm over here on Cooney or on the Bighorn, my boat, you know, you just got to think, and we got to be smart about that stuff because now we know, you know, hundred years ago, they didn't know you can't, you can blame them. Sure. But you can't live and dwell in the past. You got to move on. And how you move on is you learn and you make better decisions from that. And it's, it, it's it all starts with that. It's, you know, it starts with us being good in these places, uh, following the rules, listening to the advice, you know, talk to others, tell others, tell your friends, tell your family you're going on these trips, because sometimes they have experiences as well that can be helpful, you know, from that, and that goes back into that research phase, you know, there's so many things that can help make these trips better and funner and just make us be smarter, um, better stewards of the land. 100%. Yeah, that's really what it is, is we just got to be better stewards, stewards, of the land um and also ELE everybody love everybody so i was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again but i feel like i need a good quality net well you know what reverend i got the key solution for you you know our friends at blue ribbon net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment it's 100 biodegradable plus the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use um the blue ribbon nets they're here in bozeman montana and we even have a discount code that's right if you use the code rugaroo 10 that's right that's my jeep the rugaroo rugaroo 10 R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. 
you're going to get some discount on a blue ribbon net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the promo code RUGARU10. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers. Um, he has a really cool Buffalo Mountain sticker. There's even water bottles, hats, sweatshirts, the whole swag. And we even got a discount code for you guys. Yes, if you use Wandering Ways at Shop LS574, you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell Tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code WANDERINGWAYS, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. Well, and another thing to go with respect, Reverend, is to be open-minded. You know, when we come into some of these places, a lot of people have closed minds, you know, like, again, like I said it before, even here in the U.S., you have some more areas that are liberal and some areas that are very conservative, you know. Uh, I know places in Portland, Oregon, I could smoke weed publicly at, and the cop would walk by me and not do bad an eye, but if I were to smoke weed in even a state like Montana, where it is legal in a, in a public place and a cop were to walk by me, that motherfucker would have me on the ground and in handcuffs in two seconds. You know what I mean? So even though it's legal in both places, the law and based on how those citizens and people are act differently. Um, you know, I was just using marijuana use as an example there. You have like, I don't know, like you go to other cultures, um, which one was it that uh, Nixon, he would always do the like peace sign and, it, and he visited a country and he accidentally did it wrong. Like he did it because that's just his thing. That was his habit. And he did it. And they took offense to that because it was like the middle finger there. And, yeah. and uh, you don't do that. So it's like, you know, again, that goes with the research respect, but be that open mind that even though it's good for you could be bad somewhere else or that's how they view it, you know, Um I was taking like the Arab women and the way they cover up with the shawls. Right. And for them, it's a very, you know, ultra conservative way of their lifestyle of how they like to live and view the world. But, you know, I was listening to this guy talk about it and he goes, our, our women are so sacred that in a sense that like, we need to keep them protected. They are that porcelain doll. They are, you know, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to share my wife with another man, even the looks of my wife with another man, because she, she is that, you know, that's how we, how special to her she is to us. And um, just very interesting too, because uh, there are other, you know, societies where it's like, you know, uh, Middle Eastern societies, even that are like, yep, I'm going to marry her. Like you come to me, like, or India where there's the dowries and like the family arranges everything. Um just different cultures, different lifestyles. And it's cool. It's not cool. It's different. It's unique, yeah. but it makes us us at the end of the day. Um, yeah, no, it, it totally does. You know, whether, whether or not you necessarily agree, right. With it, you know, you still uh, be open-minded, understand maybe why, they have these rules, you know, like, don't just go, don't just go into a place and be like, well, that's stupid. Like they, why can't they do that here? Like slow it down. Maybe ask, maybe ask someone say like, Hey, I'm not from here. I don't quite, can you explain it 
you know, you and then at the end, just be like, oh, uh, sweet. Thanks. Now, <laughs> now I at least know why, you know, because a lot of times you just have to you just have to understand the why behind it. And again, you yeah. don't have to agree with it, but understanding right. the why right. will you'll be more empathetic and you can stay open minded when you understand the why behind it. No, I had to laugh because I just I remember uh, a story with Marco last year when he came to visit uh, our friend from Italy, uh, mine and Jared's friend from Italy, and he uh, came by and we were driving in the car and I was just like, yeah, man, I used to be like a hoe in college. And he just his in his Italian voice was like a hoe. Like, what what does that mean? I, I, I don't know. You know, he doesn't know and i was like oh like a whore and he goes oh me too I was like, <laughs> you know like <laughs> it's like yeah fucking great man no but it was just like again just a little language thing that he didn't know like he, i could have been like you know saying something personal admitting it to him he doesn't understand that you know because he doesn't understand the word or the language but i don't know it's just funny like keep that open mind too and and be be respectful you know again i can't say that enough today but like that open mind you know and another way to experience and have that open mind i think in a good way is to look at the local events look at the local public institutions you know uh libraries um research centers uh embassies um you know, museums, you know, that museum we went to in Hawaii. That was one of the, the best experiences when we were there, I think. Yeah, it was a good time going uh, to the museum there in Hilo. Um, no, I think it's important. Uh, I don't know. For This is a thing for me when it comes to traveling. Um, I very much part of the reason I enjoy traveling is getting to know the people that of where I'm traveling. Right. So I like, I like finding that local event, whether it's the farmer's market or whether it's happened to be there on some sort of weird festival weekend, you know, maybe, maybe there's a garlic festival in the town that I'm in, you know, but like going out, checking those kind of events you learn because there's a reason why they're having that festival there or there's a reason why this is there because obviously that community takes a lot of pride in said thing and so you you learn what they take pride in and then also you get to learn a little bit about the people you get to meet the people and oftentimes you find some of the best stuff so it's like getting out actually in understanding the locals and like kind of what they do. And if you do it in a respectful way, uh, you'll probably find a real cool uh, story and memory along the way. You know, and as you're saying that, I, I Googled it. I Googled Iceland, like events, Iceland, June, 2023, because why not? Why not? If we have the time and there's something worth like, well, there's a farmer's market going on in this little this little town in Iceland. Well, I got to do that one day in my life. Yeah. You know, and when you see like you see some places, it's funny, like you go to like different places, you see like the uniquenesses come out of those places, you know, 100 percent, 100 percent. You know, um, I remember when we were in Hilo, one of the one things I really wanted to do when we went to the Hilo market was buy some buttered mochi from someone. And uh, God damn, that was some of the best buttered mochi I've ever had. Right. No, exactly. That's what I mean. I'm looking to see there's a soccer game or something on the 18th of June. Now we fly out. We won't be there for that. Oh, yeah. There's probably there. There's a little uh, like professional Iceland soccer because um, I had a I had uh, athletes. So a former athlete of mine, she played professionally in uh, Iceland for a year. She now plays professionally in Portugal. Um, but um, it's I know there's a lot in Iceland. Actually, so I had another athlete tell me they have a friend playing in Iceland. I said, oh, what's their name? I'm going to look them up when I'm there. <laughs> There so, you go. There you yeah, go. but, uh, you know, we've, we've mentioned some things, uh, that 
can be uh, very that we think you know make you a good tourist or a good visitor uh, oh. to this place. And so, um, in the spirit of fun, um, and you know, we haven't done my favorite section or segment yet of cool shit in nature. So we're gonna keep that going. We're gonna do some cool shit in nature, uh, and then we're gonna pop into some other pictures and videos of uh, people being. Um, as the caption of these videos say, oftentimes a bunch of tourons. Um, but I'm going to start off with the cool shit in nature. <laughs> and this first one's just a picture, um, but it shows the potential of what could happen if we took care of our environment overall. So for the people that are just listening, this is a uh, photograph of Los Angeles, LA, California, Los Angeles, California, uh, during the pandemic, early stages of the pandemic, when we were in hardcore lockdown. So emissions were way down. And uh, this is what a smogless LA looks like. And I've got to say, LA looks pretty. Yeah, it looks like a nice day in LA. I'd be, you know, LA and all over LA. For uh, sure. Well, if you guys want to see this picture, make sure you're on the Spotify. Uh, they have video podcasts now, and so does YouTube. If you want to see our reactions on the YouTube, but this is this is a nice picture. I remember seeing those like of this different cities and people posting that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never seen in like during the pandemic when that first happened. Yeah, there's like fish in Venice, smogless LA, like things that people are like, this hasn't happened in years. <laughs> type deal and it just goes to show you what uh you know if we cleaned up a little bit how good we could be really uh next one moving on uh video uh right now it's towards the end of it but what it is is it is a mama moose chasing away uh a bear um so super cool uh also moose are scary so I, I love that. You know, people, you know, they look at deer and elk and moose is like, oh, these like weird animals. But a moose, I'm more afraid of a moose than a bear, to be honest with you. Uh, me too. Me too. Oh, um, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've, we've showed that video of that guy just getting absolutely obliterated by the moose, um, which uh, does, it doesn't look fun. I'm going to be honest. Well, you're right not here. Putting, it's not making my top five list of fun things. Look at you, right? But look at the end of the video here where that moose, those back legs just thumps them to the ground, right? Wham! Yeah. Just, I'm going to mess that bear up. Don't And like other babies, I'm a mom, mom, mom. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of power in that guy right there. Uh, next one. This is more into the tourons of like, don't be an idiot. Like, take care of some shit and don't pollute. Um, this is literally a bunch of garbage right next to a garbage or a place to recycle. So like you really didn't even have to go that much farther. I get the glass why they, cause there's no glass shoot, but yeah, I do get that one, but yeah, the, the, uh, the Starbucks cup, the Dasani bottle, you know, there's a lot of it. It's just people, just not taking pride in it. Low key, though, I agree. Low key could be staged. Uh, I feel, I do feel you there. Um, but you know, it's the more reason I picked it is because you do uh, see a lot of this shit. Every hike you do, every day you leave the house, pick up a pick up some trash that isn't yours. Just do it. Just do it. Don't hundred percent. Fucking do it. One one thing it really adds up in the long run. Um, uh, this next one, uh, this is always a fun one. I always enjoy uh, seeing people park like idiots. So uh, I love this because this captures this picture captures. I don't know if it was you and I. It might have been you and I. Or somebody and I were in Yellowstone, and there it might have just been myself. A car, this guy was parked on the road like that because the big ditch, right? 
and he's sitting there. That wheel on the right's not spinning, but the one up in the air is. So it's just going. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, you freaking guy!" Like it's oh, it was it was just like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh, the one thing I do want to point out while he is parked and he's got a wheel float, um, I do want to point out a, a good habit this uh, this person did is like that's an appropriate. Well, it might not be appropriate, but that's an adequate amount of space to pull over for. Now, there's usually pullouts, so I'm not condoning uh, this because it's not a true pullout, but they're not on the road. Okay, fair. They're not on the road, which is good, but is that not a pullout though? A dirt pullout? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it's I think it just happens to be some sand type deal. Or one of those where like it became a pullout over time, but they're trying to avoid avoid them now. Yeah. Uh, I think it's something along that line. Um, but you know, I appreciate them going getting off the road. Um, but and you know, understand where you're parking so you don't have a floating wheel. They might have done that just to put it up on three wheels because that's like a car thing, you know, like a Jeep thing. People always take pictures and they put their Jeep on three wheels. I mean, maybe I don't know, but uh, next one, this one's in Joshua Tree. Um, you know, these trees are very old, they're kind of the point of the park, it's why it's named after it. Um, let's not graffiti the tree. Tease for tour on for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's oh. a good one for this. Uh, this is for the people that are just listening. Uh, someone carved out in a tree uh, a big old T. Um, at least I hope it's just a T and not um something else that could also look like a T, but is a lot more graphic. Um, I think it's a T. I, I, I do too, but you you know you never know. Maybe they're just a bad artist. Um. But like, there's really no place for this anywhere in the parks, whether whether you're writing your name on a rock or you're doing it on a tree or you're doing it, you know, just anywhere. There's really no place for this kind of activity or yeah. um, behavior. Working at Pompey's Pillar, man, that was a big discussion because, you know, that was part of the history. You know, it's where they sign their names, but that was part of back then history. Now you're signing your name is taking a picture and posting on Instagram. That's how people know you were there. You know, you don't need to sign your name. Yeah, exactly. And if you get caught, just so you know, you get caught, you're going to jail. Um and you're getting a big fine. Uh Pompey's Pillar had people in 2010 do that and they got they got, they got, you know, you don't want to do that. No, it's, uh, it can go from, uh, it can go turn into a bad day real quick. It can turn into a bad, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, oh, next one. That's just a bunch of the tourons from Yellowstone, but this is actually a video, um, oh. of a lady getting impaled, uh, by an elk. So, oh. We've shown tons of animal videos, animals attacking people on this uh, podcast. This is just another one. Like, be aware of where you're at. Um, the the nice thing with I I was watching elk and deer fight. Right when you watch elk and deer fight, right, it's not like a ram where the rams gear up and just boom smash each other, right. They slowly, like this, right? They slowly engage with you because they lock antlers and fight, right? They lock them. Yeah. And that's what, like, that's what he's doing here, right? Like, he's trying to get her in between them, in between a point. Yes, you can still get poked. Yes, you can still, it still hurts, I bet. And yes, she deserves it because she's way too close to probably a bull in rut. You can look yeah. at he's out of velvet. Uh, there's a bunch of cow around him and he's, you know, he's a good looking bull. Um, and it looked, yeah, fall, there's leaves on the ground. So like, yeah, you're being dumb. You deserve to get hit being dumb. I would never want to get impaled by a antler of any sort. Yeah. 
What's also wild is I think she's like on her phone or had her phone because her something goes flying in the video. Well, she gets picked up. Like yeah, she gets, but you can see like something kind of flies across, yeah. um, and it looks like a phone of some sort. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, she's obviously she's obviously doing a bunch of no nos here. I like how he just tosses her too, and you can tell you can tell right here the elk just uh, and I leave. Oh, I know. Oh, I would love to hear her side of the story because I'm sure it's just absolutely dumb. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, moving on to the next one. Oh, oh classic bear charge. <laughs> That's in Yellowstone. Yeah, this is a Tourons of Yellowstone account. So. I mean, she's smart in the sense that, okay, got my picture. Goodbye. But that's a classic bear. You know, see how he's he's not charging her. He's doing a semicircle, kind of a swipe, which yeah. is just, he's just warning her. You keep getting closer to us. I will fuck with you. But what it looks like to me, see, because you get the two other bears, this bear in the, the one on the further back to the right, the more white bear is is caught off by that bear running. So he runs off into the woods, right? But there's yeah, something he's like, bigger going on with those bears. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, this, there's a reason why they tell you to stand so far away um, from the bears when you're in these. You know, she's got a couple things. I, I am not condoning this, but she's got a couple things. Um, she's got a barrier, which is smart you know and as soon as the bear was like uh get the hell out she was like yo i'm out i'm out skis but she's way too close to begin with and this is honestly this is why i'm not i'm a i'm yes i'm afraid i could i could get attacked by a bear when i'm out in the woods yes but i'm not as afraid of bears because they 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 do that where like a kitty cat would attack you right there yeah like a cougar would boom she's dead on the ground where the bear is like i really don't want to fight you today but if you put me in that position i will fight you yeah i mean looking at the caption here you know she uh she ended up paying two hundred thousand or two thousand dollars in fines and uh, served for four days in uh the detention center for this one and a one-year ban from Yellowstone. Um, I, yeah, because those three bears are there. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be out of your car. Yeah, I mean, it just goes. It goes. That's real life consequences, right there. This everybody. Is, whoever's filming this is in their car, like looking out a sunroof, or you can kind of see a car. Yeah, you can. That's true. Um, Awesome. But moving on. Oh, this one, it's not a real one, uh, but it's an absolute fun one because I think they were making fun of uh, people like I, there was a story of someone cooked a chicken in the hot pots. Um, so this is just the Tourons of Yellowstone having fun with it and mimicking cooking a turkey uh, with the hot pots. <laughs> it's funny. It, it is. Don't do it. Don't stick stuff into the hot pots, everybody. Um, I'm hoping this next one is the one where it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, this is exactly the one. Um, so for the people that are just listening, this is a video of uh, a woman who is uh, at Grand Prismatic walking on the water amongst the algae uh, barefoot, um, not this, on the boardwalk. This just happened, yeah? Uh, I don't know if this uh, just happened. It says trailer actress with the uh, Instagram influencer and actress with a uh, half a million followers. Oh, damn. Um, I don't know if this just happened, but. Well, they posted it in November. I, I wonder, I think this happened this summer, but I, I want to say I saw, like I heard something about this where it's like, 
where she walked, like now there's like footprints there because that's how the algae works and bacteria works on like grandpa's mouth. Like that bitch fucking ruined it. hundred percent. You know, this, that that's a delicate like ecosystem right there, but that algae all right there. And she just full on walks across it. Like she thinks it's no big deal. Um, but and what people don't get with like these springs, like you've seen them right with your eyes, they get thin above some of the water areas, like where the pools come up. Right. So you could fall through right there. Potentially there could be yeah. a cavern right below you that like, um, I hate people. Oh yeah. This one, this one is just, it kind of makes your skin sizzle a bit, but you know, did it for the gram. She got on the gram. Look, we're looking. What's for those pictures taken from Instagram? <laughs> so she got on the gram. It bugs me because don't, you, because don't you, know it, her, you know her page is there with like I respect nature and I do this. I'm a van lifer. It's like that's the fucking goddamn like opposite of what you're trying to promote and do. You should get you should be banned off Instagram for doing stuff like that. Yeah. yeah um next one you know no one no no tour on getting hurt here but you know yet it's flirting with disaster here i beg to differ it really he's in velvet oh i it only takes one but somebody getting pissed off and it it doesn't it turns into it doesn't have to be antlers could be feet how close have you been to deer in your life I've been to the deer here in Ashland. I've been pretty dang close, but that's different. That that's one. That's an animal that isn't really used to people. What about what about tourons of glacier, bro? Glacier Park. Those fucking deer walking those paths see people daily. I don't know. I, I, I it's condoning bad behavior. No, right you here. don't get close to animals. Um. It looks like they're on the hiking path. They get off the hiking path because the deer's coming down at them. Yeah. It could be worse in Glacier because I've seen this same scenario with the grizzly bear and people walking. 100%. I mean, you know, I'm not really calling these people out because, you know, they've... It does kind of appear like they've done a best effort, but it's still... I mean, they could... There's definitely a lot more room they could go. Yeah, to get behind that tree to give yourself some sort of barrier from the animal, like that dead tree yeah. land behind him. Um, but it to me, it's a deer. They're 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 right there. They are showing respect for the animal if they were on that hiking path, walking towards yeah. it to get off and say, "Go ahead." That to me, that's what you do in a situation like that. Hey, that deer will fuck you up if you piss it off. Oh, uh, okay. This one's interesting. Yeah, this one is um, my thing with this one is you. This is one where you wish you could see the picture being taken. Yes, right. So, for the people that are just listening, this is someone who they're on the going to sun uh, road. They're by the weeping wall, uh, and she's right in the middle of the road, posing getting that picture for either the gram or something. I don't know who, who knows what the picture is for. Um, and the, the reason why I say it depends on uh, if you wish you could t- see the picture being taken, right? If they're not holding up traffic or anything, I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. Right. She's sitting right in the middle of the road, taking her picture, you know, Looking at the shot, it looks afternoon because that is a long, long shadow. Um, and based on the area, yeah, based on where she's at, yeah, because that's east there or west, that's where the sun would set. So mm-hmm. it's a possibility it is in the afternoon on some days. So if there is no cars and you have you know, if there's a pullout behind them right there and she just ran out into the road and took a quick picture and ran back, I don't see anything wrong with it. If she's sitting there holding up traffic, yes. You do not. Yeah. You are no better than anyone else in the park. I don't care if it's your first time. You're no better than anyone else there. Um, respect it. But if you're not 
if you're not bugging anybody, any animals, any rangers, I'm fine with it. We stood in the middle of like that. The road was closed and we were standing in the middle of it and took a picture. Yeah. You know, again, though, we weren't holding anything up. We weren't endangering people. So this is one where it's like you wish you could see the picture being taken um, to really understand if it deserves to be a tour on um, instance. Uh, next one. It's just more people close to bears. This isn't a video. Uh, this yeah. is just people, you know, it's going down. Make sure you're respecting uh, the animals and the wildlife, you know, They'll be this careful. is tough. It is a picture. You don't know the like, true perspective. Like they could be a good distance away. Um, so, you know, this is probably just something where people are putting in their PSA. Don't be close to animals kind of picture. Well, and it's a mama and cubs. So always is mama and cubs. Yep. Uh, last one uh, here. This one, um, <laughs> you, you know, Part of me, when you watch it, you're so that for people just listening, it's someone crossing a log uh, next to the St. Mary's Falls in uh, Glacier. Um, and part of me watching this, uh, it's going to sound fucked up. I kind of hope she falls. <laughs> right. Well, and you be, be smarter because like that log could just be there and your weight could trip it, especially because there's a a bridge that you can go across to get right to the same spot you're going to. Yeah. That's just, yeah, it's just, I'm willing to bet she went out there for a picture. She's like, go stand on the bridge. Take my picture while I go out on the log right there. Look, she's posing. And yeah. So, and I'm done. Yeah. So this is a, a classic, classic, just tour on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like right there, you hope she just kind of slips and hits her yep. head. Darwinism, everybody. Big fan of it. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. um, you know, this is uh, that was our last kind of like video picture, whatever it is you want to call it. Uh, we are at the end of the episode today so it's time to finish up with our final words. So, uh, starting it off, final words, my guy. You know, guys, we taught you today how to be a good tourist and not a tour on, you know, don't do like the videos. Don't be idiots because um, you'll be made fun of. And I will publicly make fun of you if you're an idiot in, in a park because you deserve it. Um, there's two types of, of uh, tourists you don't want to be a slum tourist or a volunteer tourist sometimes because people sometimes volunteer and uh they 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 care more about themselves than actually doing good for the community they're volunteering in they're just doing it for the trip uh and well as the slum volunteer uh, slum trips where like you're not giving back to those communities so again please contribute to those local areas if you're in glacier park drive over to browning go support a local business help out the blackfeet tribe if you're in Crater Lake, go check out the Klamath tribes, go help them out, you know, just do the little things in the local areas, you know, don't necessarily have to help out the native peoples, you can go help out just the local economies. Uh, a lot of small towns in America hurt because the big cities are where it's at. Um, so be there. Uh, again, like Mark said, go visit your public institutions and local events. When you're at these places, go be respectful. Don't be a dumbass. Be a good tourist. And until then, just keep wandering on. I love it. I love it. I love it. Reverend's final words of wisdom. Uh, stay beautiful, everybody. I can't tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you for sticking it out, listening to the episode, uh, doing all those wonderful things, the liking, the subscribing, the sharing with your friends. All of those are wonderful, and I love it, and I'm so appreciative of it. You know, at the end of the day, just ELE. Everybody love everybody. We're, we're all people. We're all living through this thing. We're all on the same planet here. Um, we all have the same issues. We all have the same. We just want to be happy. So let's treat people with respect. Let's treat people with love. Let's do all of those wonderful things because you are wonderful people. And with that being said, peace out, everybody. Bye.